Hey everybody, welcome to another Conversations podcast. Ben and Bucky here. Hey, good to see you guys at Watermark Church. Happy to be on the line with you talking about some important things today. (laughs) (laughs) We are jumping into our series of conversational episodes in the month of December, you guys. These will kind of mirror, reflect, summarize, nuance the Sunday morning messages, the, the series by the same title, The Gift of Presence. And uh, we're going after the practices, the habits, really their gifts, because they're, they're filled with grace. They're not to-dos, they're not uh, New Year's resolutions. They are actual uh, things we can receive to access God, His kingdom, His grace more in our daily lives. Yeah, and the, the, we think about Christmas many times with the idea that the present is this baby that came to be with us in a manger, he was born to die. He died for us so that when we believe in him, we get to go to heaven when we die. And that is just half the story. Right. <laughs> the, the whole gospel story is that he came to be present with us forever, to give us the gift. Eternal life is God's presence forever. Right. And that practice begins the moment we believe that we can begin to enjoy, experience, and be transformed by God's presence on a daily basis. Right. Yeah, and so we want to go, we want to give you four of those for every week in the month of December. And we're starting today with the gift of Scripture, the gift of God's Word. What I love, I'll just say really quick, this has really been your um, topic to champion, Bucky, but what I love about these, the the Sunday series is going to cover eight. We're going to give eight gifts for people to access God, His grace, and His kingdom more. Uh, But I love that these are different than the ones we've done in the past. You know, we have a huge heart at this church for showing people how to make their inner journey strong, how to, how to really be formed from the inside out. And um, we've never done the Word as, as a spiritual discipline. It almost, it almost feels like so obvious that we're looking past it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's one thing we take for granted in our, our church going and our spirituality maybe is that everybody, certainly everybody knows God's Word, everybody un- understands God's Word, everybody reads God's Word, but in fact, that's not the truth. I mean, right. not the truth. Uh, we have a huge crisis in America that we're talking about every day, this pandemic that is a real crisis, a health crisis, and it, it affects us. We think about it. We focus on how to solve it, and yet there's a greater crisis uh, from a church perspective. We have a church that is biblically illiterate. We have a church that's under this crisis, the pandemic of not knowing the Word of God, and uh, that is a huge crisis right, you for found, our spirituality. You found something recently that you're going to share with us that is— going to be a showstopper, I think. And now you're having trouble finding out where you put it. <laughs> if, I knew, if I knew how to do technology, was it, was I it already would. opened up in Safari? or is it Okay, I got it right here. here. I okay. finally found it here. Give us the rundown. Give me a, a, a second here. Why the Bible is an important gift that is given to us. The Word of God is a gift given to access God. Yeah, and I think when we, when we realize it's such a gift, then it just astounds us as Christians that there's so much of the Bible that the American church doesn't even know, doesn't even experience, and doesn't even understand God through His Word. Maybe they get it through a sermon. You know, they, they, it's surrogate spirituality from a pastor or another person that tells them or a podcast or mm-hmm. something that they get, you know, sends them a text, but they're, they're not eating, they're not digesting, they're not incarnating the Word of God in their own life. And as a result, the statistics in America are pretty astounding. A recent Barna survey in October basically said that these are are Christians. This is is not just Americans. These are American Christians. 52% of American Christians reject absolute moral truth. 
61% do not even read the Bible daily. 75% believe people are basically good. 60% of Christians in America believe the Bible conflicts with their own worldview and beliefs. 40%, uh, 54% are unwilling to define human life as sacred. 50% claim the Bible is vague on abortion. 43% believe Jesus sinned. Oh my goodness. 58% believe the Holy Spirit is just a symbol. They don't have a personal experience of God's indwelling presence, what we're talking about here. This is a crisis. Yeah. You know, 62% of churchgoers say it's important to have some kind of faith. 50% do not believe in sex outside of marriage. And 40% do not believe lying is sinful. And here's the, here's the showstopper. 40% of Christians who go to church believe that salvation is through works not through grace. And so, boy, we've got a lot of work to do in the church. Before we want to change the culture, we got to change the church. And it's because we lack the hearing and the knowledge and the time spent abiding and experiencing the Word of God in our life. Yeah. Wow. That's profound. There are some new ones there. Before the show started rolling, we were talking about the, a similar Barna study from maybe a year or two ago that said most Bible-believing, church-going, remember, those are important qualifiers from what you just read. Right. It's not just the secular person, the American. No, that's the Bible-believing, church-going right. Christian now. And I remember two years ago when the, the, the study came out and said, it, we'll just call it half, which would be bad enough, that half of Bible-believing, church-going Christians believe you should not share your faith. You should not proselytize, mm -hmm. right? Because it's offensive. Right. It's putting someone out. Right. But now, man, how far we've fallen from that where we don't, we, we don't even believe that Jesus was sinless and the, maybe, you know, I agree with you, the punctuation is that last one, you know, that, that it's salvation by works. Right. Oh, my gosh. I know. Pretty crazy. And so we've got a lot of work to do in the yeah. church. And uh, it really focuses on one of our big weaknesses is that we have a discipleship problem in, in, the, in the American church. We, we preach a gospel that is a consumer gospel, that uh, it's easy to pr say a prayer, believe in God, go to heaven when you die, and then... Everything after that is just an upgrade or <laughs> a choice. It's not a, a, a daily life that we're called to be disciples, not just believing Christians. We're called to be disciples mm -hmm. and to learn to live like Jesus under right. his rule and reign through right. the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. through his grace in our lives. And so, right. yeah. I love, you know, I, this is a little bit of a preview. We already said that of your sermon upcoming this Sunday. This will probably be released on a Thursday. Um, but uh, for your message this upcoming Sunday, that the Word of God is a gift to be opened. It's available to us. It just needs to be received. We do need to open it. And I love, talk to us a little bit about John 1. And you have so many great translations of John 1. Um, you know, I, I remember even, I, I almost bought this book just from the title alone. One of our favorite, um, Eugene Peterson, who translated the Message Bible. He wrote another book called Eat This Book, mm -hmm. right? And, and there's this idea of, uh, Jesus as the Word. Right, yeah, and, and as we talk about the gift of God's presence in our lives through Christmas, how do we experience somebody's presence? How am I experiencing that your presence right now, Ben? It's mainly through your words. Mm -hmm. I, I know what your heart is through your words, I know what you're thinking through your words, I know about your character and what your belief system is through your words. Mm. And in the same way, God wanted to communicate His heart, the essence of His being, who he was personally to us, and so he gave us the gift of the Word. Mm. And that's John's gospel. He opens with this beautiful 
uh, cosmic Christmas story, mm -hmm. which goes, you know, way before the baby in the manger right. and all the uh, usual Christmas trappings. Right. And he talks about this idea of Christmas being the gift of God's eternal incarnate word in our lives. John says, in the beginning was the word, right? The word there. And the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Man, that's a powerful statement that Jesus Christ, this Christmas present, is God's eternal word that existed. He existed before the creation. He is eternal. He is God. He was God, and he is with, was with God, with the Father. We see the beginnings of the Trinity, the idea there. And through him, through that living word, all things were created. And then he goes on to say the miracle of Christmas is, is that word became flesh. The word became flesh and it dwelt among us. It moved into the neighborhood. It tabernacled. And God's eternal word took on skin and walked among us in the person of Jesus Christ. And he revealed God's glory to us. Mm. Not just full of truth, not just the old covenant glory, which came through Moses and the law, but the new covenant glory that came through Jesus Christ, full of grace and truth. Right. And that's this powerful uh, gift of God's Word right. coming to be with us. Yeah, and so um, I think that's what we love. That's also how this series is going to be different than your typical, as it will transcend into January. It's going to be different different, excuse me, than your January New Year's resolution. Pick up a new habit just because that's clickbait and that's en vogue and and, and that's how we're going to get people to listen and pay attention is do a new thing. Well, that's why I love even the title of this series, Gift. Right. It really is grace. A, a, a gift, that, and we've talked about this a lot theologically, is not something you've done, achieved, procured for yourself. It was given freely. Right. And the word is given freely to all hearers. All, mm -hmm. all you have to do is open it. All you have to do is even, you know, have a soft spirit, I guess you may do that, and you can receive this word that moved. It's already here. Like Jesus moves into the neighborhood using Eugene Peterson's message version. He, he moves into the neighborhood. He's available, just mm -hmm. like a free gift is available. Yes. You don't conjure any of these up. That's what I love about Dallas Willard. He, you know, these are, these are just, when he talks about, we've been using this book as a small reference, Knowing Christ Today by Dallas Willard. I highly recommend it. He has one whole chapter just devoted to spiritual practices. He calls it the Christ focus. Mm -hmm. And he says, this is not about religion. You don't do this for someone else. You don't even, you know, you, you, you just say yes to this opening, this gift. And there, there then you enter into the kingdom. You, 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 you learn how to accept grace more. And I mean, just back to that stat, you know, most people think that this whole deal is about works and, and achievement. And so um, I think that's a beautiful picture um, for what we're after. And um, yeah, so what else would you have people know, Bucky, about the word as a, reconsidering the word as a gift, as a spiritual practice? As yeah, so we have this gift of Jesus, the living word, and when we accept the good news, the gospel, that word uh, is implanted in our soul, we receive it, and we're born again. Born, born not of just the water, the flesh, but born of the spirit. And so the gift of God's presence uh, now dwells within us through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's as if Jesus is now walking with us, just like he did with his disciples, but now he's inside of us through the power of the Holy Spirit. We have this, this connection with God, this gift of his presence right inside of us, but 
uh, our part of it is not only to uh, accept that grace and that gospel, but is to, it's to open the gift. Just like if I gave you a gift of pre- at Christmas and put it in your hands, it'd be a beautiful gift, but if you put it on the shelf and never opened it, you would never be able to uh, experience that gift. Mm-hmm. And Jesus gave us a great metaphor for experiencing the gift of his living word. The gift, it's, he called it abiding. Mm. By abiding in his word, by staying connected to his word, by, by allowing the Holy Spirit to to illuminate his word in us as we remain in that, right? It says that just as a branch receives life uh, from a, a vine, so we receive the life-giving power of his word into our soul, into the formation of our minds as we abide in the word. And so the graces that's been put there through the Holy Spirit, and our, our partnership in that grace is to open it up, to spend time meditating on it, listening to it, studying it, reading it, and applying it to our lives. Yeah. And that's the way it becomes real and we experience it. And that's the, that's the spiritual practice that's awesome. of, of abiding in God's Word. That's beautiful. Yeah. I would say as we, as we wind down the episode today, you guys, the question that's really haunting me so far in this series is, are we still desirous of the presence of God? Is that still in our prayers? I sensed last Sunday as we started this series, a lot of us have kind of given up hope accessing God, you know, being with God, experiencing God's nearness. I think uh, a lot of the evil forces at play in 2020 have made sure of that, that we feel more alienated from God and others than we ever have. And I would just say, um, feel safe and confident to put that prayer request back on the mantle, that God, I, I want to be with you. Please let me know your nearness. Come near to me this season. And, and I, you know, Bucky, just waking up this morning, you got ash and embers in the air, you know, here in Southern California where we're recording, another local fire. I'm sure and pray that it'll be over in a couple days from now, but, you know, and then you got news reports, more closures on our businesses and our families, and you got more, you know, the the death count in our county, you know, doubled or whatever the facts and figures are. And I just think, think about it this way in terms of the presence of God and receiving this gift of grace. All of these reports, and, and waking up in that kind of environment is extremely graceless. It's not abounding in grace and love all around us. The gift of God's word is near to all of us where we can open it and we can sense his presence just from opening the Bible. Everyone has a Bible app. Most of us own a print Bible. I think that's the encouragement today. If you're hungry for more grace, if you're hungry for more mercy, more peace during this crazy times that we're living in, don't hesitate to open God's word. Yes, and I think that the, the great gift of God's word in our lives is that as Jesus speaks to us through his word, he gives us a vision of reality that is way more durable than the vision we receive from the world, from the, the news that we receive every day about the pandemic, about the fires, about the economic distress. That's the vision that comes from the world, and that vision is, is fear-based, it's man-based, it's control-based. And when we submit to Jesus under his authority, his word in the kingdom of God, we see a kingdom that's unshakable. Mm. The COVID cannot take the blessings that come in the kingdom of God from us. Economics cannot shatter that. Uh, World circumstances cannot take that. And when we abide in that, we have an unshakable foundation to stand upon, which is the living word of God. Jesus said, if you build your life by obeying my word, you will be like a man who built his life on a rock. The storms cannot take mm-hmm. that house down. That's good. And that's a promise of Jesus. And that's the foundation. When we abide and we choose to live out that word, 
we build a solid foundation which is based on God's eternal truth is the kingdom versus a shakable kingdom of this world. Amen. That was a great word and a great encouragement for you guys who are listening. We hope that this is helpful for you. If it has been, please do us a favor and uh, take a picture of this, uh, share this video, uh, take this link and send it to someone, rate and review the show. Uh, We have three more, so look for these conversations episodes on the gift of presence. We're going to be following up this episode, which is about the word. We are also going to be tackling the, the, the spiritual discipline, the gift of waiting, the gift of witness, and the gift of rhythm. These are just a little bit of a preview. So those three are coming up. Don't miss any of the Conversations podcast in the month of December. Excited to be with you guys. Excited for you to have the gift of Christmas during this very difficult season, and that's the gift of God's presence, which brings this non-anxious peace, this perspective, this joy to us that the world can't give us, and that's how we can really enjoy it together. We're praying for you. We're excited about continuing to walk out this gift through the season. Thanks, you guys. See you next week.